You're listening to the Pro-Life Ohio podcast presented by Ohio Right to Life. I'm Allie Frazier, the Director of Communications at Ohio Right to Life and your host. Enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Pro-Life Ohio podcast. I hope everyone is having a wonderful Friday and staying safe out there. So today on the podcast, we have with us Frank Kennedy, who is the Students for Life Action Captain for Ohio. Frank is a student activist and a sidewalk counselor up in Toledo, Ohio, and it was wonderful to be able to sit down and talk to Frank about the amazing work that Students for Life Action is doing right now here in Ohio to promote and protect life. Enjoy! Hi everyone, welcome to the Pro-Life Ohio podcast. Today with us we have Frank Kennedy. Frank is the Students for Life Action Captain for Ohio and he is also the president of Toledo Students for Life. Frank, thanks so much for being on the podcast with us today. Thank you so much for having me, Ali. I really appreciate it. It's good to good to see you in in, uh, in person virtually. <laughs> Absolutely, I know. Zoom, Zoom is wonderful. It's it's great to be able to to connect virtually uh, with COVID nineteen, keeping the the in person meetings to a minimum. Um, so, Frank, first off, let's just get to know you a little bit better. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. What brought you to the pro life movement, and then by extension, um, how you became the president of Young Students for Life Club and are now um, Students for Life Actions um, Captain for Ohio. Yeah, so uh, I was lucky enough uh, to uh, go to the University of Toledo. Um, And so while I was here, uh, I met the then president, Andrew Messer, uh, at church one day, and he invited me to come to one of the meetings. Um, And so after that, I really felt, you know, a connection with the pro-life movement because my whole family has been pro-life. Uh, my my grandpa was very involved in the pro-life movement here in Toledo, and then my other grandpa uh, was very involved in Cleveland. So, you know, going to school at the University of Toledo, um, I had wanted to do that, and I didn't know how to get involved. I didn't actually even know Students for Life was a thing uh, until I got involved at the University of Toledo. Um, and I did that for about a year uh, as just kind of someone who was out with the club uh, you know, whether that was going out to the abortion clinic, uh, you know, volunteering different places, going to you know, different meetings, you know, locally uh, talking about the pro-life issue. Um, and then eventually uh, Andrew graduated and we had a smaller uh, group. And so it was kind of just myself and, and a few other people uh, left here at UT. And so by proxy, I got elected as uh, president just because I had done uh, a bit with the club. And then um, over this last year, I got some great freshmen involved, and we've really been growing our numbers uh, this last year. We went from about 30 students being involved to now I think we have about 85. Uh, so that's that's really encouraging uh, and, and great to, to see. But to give you a little bit of uh, background on, on where I'm at, um, I'm a junior at the University of Toledo right now, and I'm majoring in business administration and recreational. That is fantastic. Frank, I was super excited, uh, particularly to chat with you um, today, because I knew that you were super involved in the pro-life movement in Ohio, and specifically in student activism through Students for Life. 
Um, I used to actually be um, with Students for Life as well when I was in college, and so I'm really excited to kind of see what's going on um, down, kind of boots on the ground uh, with you guys up in Toledo, and then throughout all of the things that Students for Life Action is doing here in Ohio, um, specifically to um, promote and protect life, which is really exciting. Um, so Frank, as a Students for Life uh, Action Captain for Ohio, uh, what does that look like for you? What kind of activities and what kind of initiatives are you heading up for Students for Life here in Ohio? Yeah, so there's, there's a bunch of things uh, we have planned for the upcoming year. Uh, over the summer, um, we had planned on doing some stuff up in Michigan, et cetera, but unfortunately because of COVID, uh, weren't, weren't able to. So I actually um, ended up going down to Phoenix with Students for Life Action uh, to do some election work there. So we uh, were, were door knocking uh, for a few different uh, pro-life candidates in the primaries and actually all the candidates that we knocked for one. So that was, that was encouraging uh, to see, you know, the, the work that we had done there for about four weeks pay off and, and uh, help elect, you know, good, strong pro-life leadership down in Arizona. Um, but yeah, this upcoming year, um, I have a project that I'm doing with Students for Life Action, and then, and I can get more into that later, um, but I have a project and then uh, just, you know, uh, the requirements for being a captain uh, would be, you know, recruiting students uh, to help do political work. Students for Life Action um, is, is an off uh, branch of Students for Life of America that's allowed to do more political work. Um, so we, we do calls, you know, we'll do phone banking for uh, pro-life candidates. Uh, we'll send, you know, text messages out to, to people. Um, we'll do door knocking campaigns and deployments. So like we did in Arizona, um, I think over the summer we did some in North Carolina, in Virginia, Michigan, in Kansas, and then in Arizona. And I'm also uh, working on getting a few more of those up in Michigan uh, just before this election, because obviously it's so, so important that we elect strong uh, pro-life leadership, not only for America, uh, but, but locally, you know, um, in Ohio, uh, this is uh, something that I'm really hoping that we can have an effect on. Uh, we have two Supreme Court justices up for re-election um, that are that are pro-life and that have a good pro-life track record. Uh, Justin, Justice Sharon Kennedy, and then uh, Justice Judy French, and and hopefully, uh, you know, I'll be able to organize some some door knocking events and some phone phone banking for them, uh, so that we can keep pro-life justices here in Ohio. Because if if we lose that, uh, then we lose the pro-life majority in the Senate or in the Supreme Court, not the Senate. Um, so, uh, you know, if, if we lose that, then even if we are able to pass something like the heartbeat bill, uh, it will get sued by either Planned Parenthood uh, or an organization like that and most likely get struck down by the court. So that's, that's one reason why I think it's very important for people to, to educate themselves on the things that, you know, they wouldn't normally um, especially if, if you are pro-life. I know I didn't know too much about uh, the, the state Supreme Courts before the summer and before doing uh, pro-life work. And look into your local and statewide um, pro-life 
you know, sorry, I broke off for a little bit. Uh, your local no. and statewide pro-life pro-life candidates. So. That's awesome. That is so exciting, Frank. It's so exciting to see um, the pro-life generation really mobilizing to um, to really get the pro-life message out there, um, especially to uh, excite voters for that issue, right? So it's really exciting to see that the work that you guys are doing, and especially the work that you're doing as Students for Life's uh, captain for Ohio, um, which is really exciting. So right here in our state, getting stuff done. So as a pro-life, um, as a pro-life student on a college campus, what kind of challenges have you faced, Frank, whether that's you, your club, um, even uh, challenges you faced just with your students' life action work? What is it like to be a pro-life student on today's campus? Yeah, so it's, it's definitely interesting. Um, I'm probably more vocal than most, most pro-life students on campus, so that sets me up for a little bit. Uh, you know, more interesting uh, interactions with people. But I would say it's definitely uh, difficult, but it's rewarding as well. Um, it's difficult in the sense that if you, you know, if you come out as being pro-life or if you're, you know, vocally pro-life, if you wear pro-life t-shirts, hats, if you talk with your friends about being pro-life, um, you know, it's, they're, not always real happy that you're doing that um and a lot of professors are not uh you know super thrilled with that as well i had some health classes where they were talking about you know abortion practices that had actually been um banned back in the 80s and you know so i spoke up about that in the class and you know afterwards the professor was pretty irritated at me i was like well if you're if you're teaching something that's been you know, outlawed in, in the 80s, um, you know, for, you know, it, I think it, it was a you know, uterine device and it, it had been banned because it had uh, copper in it or some, something that was, you know, not, not safe uh, health-wise. Uh, so it was that, was, that was just one uh, interesting, you know, interaction that I've had. Um, but, you know, you'll, you'll get other students coming up to you and, when we do tabling events, there will be people who will, you know, scream at us or whatever and uh, say stuff like, you should be executed, you, you shouldn't have, you know, the right to have this opinion, you know, whatever. So just, just the usual stuff that <laughs> you have to deal with, but yeah. Oh yeah, the opposition is always out there, right? I remember back exactly. in my days, the, <laughs> the pushback you get sometimes, but it's always worth it always worth yeah, it. Yeah, for see. sure. Yeah, and, and speaking of it being worth it, we, and I'll, I'll keep this, um, you know, more uh, anonymous, but uh, with, with all the challenges that come with, um, you know, being pro-life and being openly pro-life on campus, there's also, you know, the chance for great um, interactions with people. And I know, when we table, we have a lot of great interactions with people, but uh, in, in particular here in Toledo, there's an individual who um, is was in the pro-choice community for a while and pretty heavily involved with that. And then uh, recently over this last year came to one of our meetings and we were able to talk with her and she was able to talk with the speaker that we had had and she now uh, would 
consider herself pro-life and we consider her pro-life as well. Um, and we've been able to develop a really great relationship with her and just, you know, seeing what having, you know, an open mind and just being there for people, you know, who you're not sure what their situation is, but just, you know, talking with them and being there for them as a friend and then seeing where that leads. Uh, it's definitely really rewarding. So I would encourage, you know, anyone who's out there on a college or high school campus, you know, even if there are people, you know, that you're friends with that are pro-choice, pro-abortion, and, and very much vocally uh, pro-choice or pro-abortion, um, that you continue to be a witness to the worth and value of every human life and, and don't let, you know, their, their stance on things uh, discourage you from doing that because you don't know what kind of effect you're going to have on their life, and what kind of effect they can have on your life. So. Absolutely. Wow, Frank, that is amazing. It's I know being in the pro-life movement, there is so much work that goes into every baby saved, every individual that is touched and made their lives made more positive for the pro-life movement. There's so much work that goes into it and being able to to see the love of the pro-life movement really overflowing in such a, a tangible way as um, as your friend who is now pro, pro-life is just absolutely beautiful. And I think a testament to the importance of the work that you guys are doing um, in Toledo and in Ohio as well to really let the love of the pro-life movement shine through in everything that you do, which I think is just absolutely fantastic. So Frank, why are you pro-life? Was there anything, that, was there kind of a moment in your life where you kind of kind of had that watershed moment where you decided you wanted to step up or was it more of a gradual process? What kind of brought you to this point? Um, so I've, I've always been pro-life. I'm lucky to come uh, from a great pro-life family. Uh, as I said before, both my grandparents were really heavily involved in their, their respective pro-life communities. Uh, and I always really looked up to that. And, you know, I would say, before college, I wasn't really too involved in the pro-life movement at all. I was personally pro-life, um, and I, but I never really talked about that with my friends. Um, I would say when I really realized that I needed to step up um, was the first time I went out to the abortion facility here in Toledo Capital Care, um, you know, and just saw the women going in there and, and just that really, you know, they, they deserve better. Um, and then there was also, uh, this last year, uh, I had a, this just, I guess, reinforced, um, you know, why, why I want to be pro-life, but, uh, I have a friend, uh, who actually had an abortion. And so not being, able, you know, being pro-life, um, and not being able to stop that, you know, really, uh, encouraged me to get more involved in things um, and, and do more work like that. But I guess, you know, just going back to the clinic, um, you know, when you see, you know, dads taking their daughters there, when you see moms taking their, their daughters there, um, you know, and just the pain uh, that these women are in for, uh, you know, seeking this out, um, you know, I, I want to be able to do something for these people that helps them and doesn't just, you know, hurt both them and the child. And there's so much that we in the pro-life community have to offer, uh, you know, whether that be rent assistance, you know, baby drives for, uh, you know, clothing, 
food, diapers, etc. Um, you know, there's there's so much that that we have available, um, and you know that that a lot of people don't know that we have available. Um, I know we had a, a a baby shower this last year, and the woman that we did it for didn't even know before she'd come to the pregnancy center, you know, how much there was uh, available. And she said she wouldn't, you know, have even probably considered having the abortion had she known, you know, how much help there was out there. So uh, that's, that's one thing that really encouraged me to take that to the next step is just seeing that there's so much that we have to offer uh, for these women and that it's not necessarily known. So I wanted, wanted to make that known and make a positive difference in, in other people's lives. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that a lot of women don't know really how much support is out there to help and that they aren't alone, that there are so many people who are literally standing ready to support them, mm -hmm. that be the Students for Life Club on their campus, or even um, you know, their local pregnancy resource center, which are going to be uniquely set up to be able to meet their needs. And if any of our listeners are listening and they do need help or they want to reach out, optionline.org will allow you to search for the pregnancy center closest to you. And it literally only takes five minutes to Google by zip code. So there's so much help out there and so many people, whether that's Frank or anybody else in your area who is pro-life, who is ready to reach out and really be the hands and feet of the pro-life movement and meet women who have unplanned pregnancies um, where they're at and meet those needs. Wow, Frank, what, what an amazing and, and powerful testimony you have for the pro-life movement. That's just absolutely fantastic. So kind of piggybacking off that, what words of encouragement do you have, Frank, for young people who are looking to take that next step like you did um, and take their pro-life convictions to the next level. Yeah, I would, I would definitely just say, don't be afraid to uh, be vocally pro-life. There's so many people who are of the same mindset uh, that you are and you, you just never know, you know, who they are. Um, I know this last year after I went to the March for Life, I got a bunch of pro-life t-shirts and apparel and stuff. And I just wore that around campus. And well, some people that I had talked to before wouldn't talk to me because I was wearing that. Uh, there were other people that came up to me and they were like, Hey, I, I never knew, you know, that, uh, you know, you were pro-life. Like this is, this is great. And I was able to invite them then to come to our club meetings, uh, to come to volunteer at the pregnancy center, to come do, you know, other activities like that with us. Um, so, I mean, you never know how many other people are pro-life out there until you know you're vocal about that so don't don't be afraid to be vocal um you know about that because there's a lot of really great surprises that i've had personally and that you know i'm sure a lot of other people uh can can have once once they're vocal about it so it's it can be discouraging at times but again you know it's it's always worth it uh, you know, to help children and to help the mothers of, of these children through uh, you know whatever their um their situation is so yeah absolutely no yeah i found the i found that exact exact thing to be the case as well frank when you really put yourself out there and you know decide to put on that pro-life t-shirt decide to speak out and be bold you always get some opposition but i'm always very pleasantly surprised to see just how many people out there are pro-life and really are emboldened when you know one person two people several people step out and say hey we're going to take a stand on this and and we're not afraid uh, of who we are and what we're standing for, which is can be very a very powerful thing. 
So Frank, you mentioned you were doing a special project with Students for Life Action. Can you share a little bit more about that with us? Yeah, for sure. So um, as Students for Life Action Captain for Ohio, um, I'm in charge of doing a project uh, just for the state. And that project uh, I decided is going to be to try, and this sounds kind of lofty, but uh, try and shut down the local abortion clinic. So um, what we're going to be, you know, doing is having different rallies and stuff outside of there and just trying to have uh, more of a student presence outside of the clinic. We have, we're lucky enough to have some great uh, sidewalk counselors out there right now, but, um, you know, the more people that we're able to get out there and, uh, you know, the more young people, especially, uh, that we're able to get out there to help, uh, the more effective we can be in, in hurting Planned Parenthood's business and the abortion industry's business. And uh, then by doing that, hopefully get them to shut down. So they're only open two days a week right now. So hopefully we can at least get them down to one day a week. Um, and right now, actually, uh, I was just on the phone uh, before I got, got on this with my state director, Jordan, and then uh, the national directors for, for helping students to shut down their uh, local abortion clinics. Um, and we decided that uh, the week of September uh, 15th and 17th, uh, those two days, we're going to try and have um, some rallies outside of the abortion clinic uh, and, and show up uh, in, in full force for that. Um, and if you're interested in attending that, uh, you can either get in contact with Allie and she can direct you to, to me or you can uh, shoot me an email and you uh, hold on. Let me, let me get the email. Um, at, I should have this memorized. <laughs> uh, at Toledo students for life at gmail.com. That's all lowercase and, and I can uh, give that information to Allie uh, so she, she can you know put that out there for people but um, we'll, we'll be doing that. We'll be putting uh, updates about that on our Instagram page and our Facebook as well. So. Wow, Frank, that is so exciting. That makes me so happy to hear that you guys are really honing in on that local abortion facility and really trying to meet women where they're at and try to shut down this dangerous facility. I have done a lot of research into this particular facility that you're talking about, Capital Care um, Toledo, and Capital Care has a huge history of just really dangerous medical practices, lots of clinic violations, not a safe place for women, and certainly not a safe place for unborn babies either. So the goal of shutting down capital care is is truly a noble one based on what I know about that clinic. Um, So, wow. As you said, I mean, it's just, it's, uh, as, as as far as abortion facilities go, um, not, no abortion facility is nice, but capital care is particularly not uh, a great center. Uh, and the women of Toledo deserve uh, somewhere to go, you know, where they can have all the options that are available for them, not just abortion. Um, you know, we have great resources here for them, like the Pregnancy Center in Toledo, Heartbeat of Toledo, uh, your first look. And, um, you know, there's so many people, like I, I said earlier, who are willing to help these women, you know, not just, you know, take their money and, and give them a, an abortion that ends up hurting them um, and, and financially, you know, emotionally, and then hurting their, their child as well. Um, so they, they deserve better than, 
than what we're providing right now. So. Absolutely. No, 100%. And Frank, I will drop those links to those pregnancy centers as well in yeah. the caption of this podcast. So if anybody's listening awesome. to volunteer um, or could use any of the services that the pregnancy centers offer, they're right there and they can just click right through to those links, which is fantastic. So Frank, if people want to get better involved with Students for Life and what Students for Life is doing, where would you direct them to go? So I direct them to Students for Life uh, web webpage, studentsforlife.org. Uh, uh, from there, you can go uh, and browse the different uh, ways that you can get involved. If you're a high school student, they have resources for you to start a group. If you're a college student, they have resources for you to start a group. And if you're a um, medical or law student, they have resources for you to start a group. Uh, and also there's ways that you can support them financially. Um, and, you know, in a variety of different ways, if, if you're not a student uh, or if, you know, you're a student looking for a group to get involved in, um, all the resources for, for you to be able to find that are on their website. So. Fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. Sweet. Frank, that's so exciting. And as a, as myself, a Students for Life um, alumni, it's always great to catch up with what the current Students for Life people are up to and the great work that you guys are doing in Ohio. It makes me happy. I know I would not be where I'm at working at the pro-life movement if it wasn't for Students for Life and the work that you guys are doing right now to support women and to save babies is as evidenced by, by all the amazing stories you've told, um, very, very prevalent and clear. So Frank, yeah. thank you so much for being on the Pro-Life Ohio podcast today. It was just an absolute pleasure. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Ali. I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. You're listening to the Pro-Life Ohio podcast, brought to you by Ohio Right to Life. Founded in 1967, Ohio Right to Life, with more than 45 chapters and local affiliates, is Ohio's oldest and largest grassroots pro-life organization. Recognized as the flagship of the pro-life movement in Ohio, Ohio Right to Life works through legislation and education to promote and defend innocent human life from conception to natural death. We are Pro-Life Ohio, and we will end abortion.